Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I always am. I'm always so excited whenever I can get on here and encourage your hearts. And I have a little thing hanging up by my desk and it says, my heart is to encourage yours. So that is my heart. That's the reason I do these podcasts. It is not just so that I can hear myself talk, although I love talking. It is because I truly want to encourage your hearts in the Lord. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about the kingdom. I want to magnify Jesus. I want to hear stories that other people have to share whenever I have guests on. And I just love seeing and hearing about what God is doing in the earth today because God is alive and well. He is doing so many incredible things. And it has been a few weeks since I've recorded my own podcast just because life has been crazy. And I have made this commitment to the Lord and this commitment to myself when I started the podcast. Like, God, if I don't have anything that I really feel like you want me to share on the podcast, I'm not going to record. And so there's been a few weeks where I haven't released a podcast just because life has been crazy. Like I said, life's been busy and it's been really good and really fruitful, but I've just been very cautious to not record something just for the sake of putting content out. But I really felt like tonight I had a release from the Lord to just get on and share my heart with you guys. And, and so I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And so I'm just so thankful for what God is doing in my life right now. This season of my life has been so crazy busy. A lot of you know that just recently, Recently, in the past few months, I've stepped into full-time ministry, which has been crazy different, and I'm still trying to figure out what this rhythm is, what what does this look like, and I don't think I'm ever going to figure it out, honestly, because I feel like it's it's a rhythm that is without rhythm, <laughs> if that even makes sense. It's like, it's like a very inconsistent rhythm. And so it's just learning to adjust to that. And it's been, it's been awesome. And so I'm so thankful for the opportunities that God has given me. Just last weekend, I was speaking at a youth rally down in Ohio and it was incredible. I got to talk about identity and labels and just share my own testimony and the things that the enemy had spoken over my life and the lies that I believed and just just walked them through what it looks like to rip up those labels and to put on the labels that God has given us according to his word, his voice, his truth. And so being able to share that just bless my heart, getting to share my testimony, getting to share my story. I love that. I live for those moments, being able to just communicate God's truth and to to just kick the devil in his teeth, which I always say, he doesn't really have any teeth anyway. He's like, uh, the Bible says that the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And I'm like, more like a toothless cat. Like he is not like a lion. And it's so interesting because the Bible calls God the lion of the tribe of Judah. And I'm like, could you pick your own animal? Why do you always have to try to mimic God? But we know that the enemy wanted to become God. And so it's not surprising 
that he always mirrors everything and tries to counterfeit because he cannot create. He is not a creator. Our God is a creator of all things, but the enemy cannot create anything. He can only counterfeit and mimic. And so that's what he does. And so anyway, just, just being able to have those opportunities to be able to kick him in his gums and uh, to be able to advance the kingdom of God and push back darkness. And that is my heart. That is my desire in ministry and in life is just to see people encounter God, to see people encounter the same God who rescued me at 17 years old, who changed my life forever. And I'm forever grateful for being a Christian, for having that born again experience and getting to live my life for the cause of Christ, to give up everything for the cause of the gospel, to see the gospel advanced in the earth. And so it's exciting. And I'm in a new season of my own life and figuring out what that means, what that looks like, and just staying intentional with being in the word and in prayer. And and, and, and it's a totally different, it is a totally different season than anything I've experienced, but I'm thankful because it's the season God has purpose for me. And I've had so many people prophesy over my life over the last few years that that God was calling me into full-time ministry. And now I'm living that out. And so I'm encouraging you, if you are standing on a word from God and you haven't seen it come to pass yet, keep believing for it. Keep believing for it. Keep standing in faith for it. Don't give it up. Don't, don't relinquish or forfeit that promise before you see it come to pass. Speak life over it. Say, And if you're in a place where it's like, I am having a really hard time believing for this, ask God to give you scripture that you can speak over that situation and just to stay in agreement with what God has spoken because he is not a man that he would lie and he's or a son of man or the son of man that he would change his mind and so if God speaks something it is going to pass and very rarely if ever is it in the time frame we think it's going to be uh, oh my goodness honestly I thought you know eventually I'll do full-time ministry with my husband and here I am as single as a Pringle doing ministry without my husband and it's like okay God this isn't what I thought it would look like this isn't the timing that I thought it would be But thank you, God, that your timing is perfect, that your ways are perfect. And the Bible says that higher are his thoughts and his ways than ours. And so I choose to trust him with all of my heart to not lean on my own understanding and all of my ways to acknowledge him and he will direct my path. And he does. He directs my path. And so I trust him. And those moments where it doesn't look like I think it will, I relinquish that. And I say, it doesn't matter if it doesn't look like I thought it would, if it isn't what I you know, had in mind what I pictured for myself because his ways are always better. His ways of working things out and the details. I just, I love that he delights in every detail of our lives. The Bible says that he is intimately acquainted with all of our ways. And so there is nothing that concerns us that doesn't concern him. And so I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for God that, that could look at all these people all over the earth. And it, 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 it so beyond my comprehension in my finite mind to understand it. I don't know how God could be so intimately acquainted with you and everything you're going through and at the same time be intimately acquainted with me and everything I'm going through. And I love that the Bible says that his thoughts for us outnumber the sands of the sea, that we are always on his mind, that he is always concerned with whatever is concerning us and that we have that ability to be able to just call out to him anytime, day or night, to spend time with him, to be in his presence anywhere we are. We do not have to just wait until we are in church on a Sunday morning or with other believers. The Bible says to draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You can do that in your living room. You can do that in your car. You can do that walking on the sidewalk. Like he is always accessible. And that is one thing that I am so thankful for. I am so 
thankful for the accessibility of our God, that he is not hiding himself from us, that he wants to be known. He already knows everything there is to know about us and he wants us to know him. And so that is my prayer for you even right now is that you would know the one who already knows you, that you would know the one who already knows everything there is to know about you. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every thought you think before it even enters your own mind. The Bible says that he knows every thought that we think while it's still far off. That thought isn't even anywhere near us and he already knows what we're going to think before we even think it. And it's like, man, I love the scripture that says, who am I that you are mindful of me? And I think about that and it's, and and I just think that for myself, like, who am I out of everyone in this entire world? Who am I that you are mindful of me? You are such a great God. You are such a mighty God. And you're mindful of me. You care about me. And you know what? I'm thankful he does. I am so thankful he does. I'm so thankful that he cares about me. And the Bible says to cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. And I just had a what was it like? It was about a year ago. I was just really struggling with some personal things in my family and I was just really burdened by it, really consumed by it. And I just remember being in a worship meeting and the Lord saying, cast your cares on me, cast your cares on me. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like that scripture came to life to me in that moment of cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you. And it was like, okay, like I am really being bogged down, like mentally, I'm exhausted because of the situation and I'm, and I'm carrying the burden of this when I don't need to do that. And so I remember just giving that to the Lord and just feeling that, that freedom and that lightness coming over me because the Bible says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so stay yoked up to him and let him carry the burden. His shoulders are broad enough to carry it all. And so I just realized like, hey, my position and my place in this situation is to pray, to declare faith and to believe that God is going to break through in this situation. But it is not for me to be consumed and bogged down and worried and stressed about it. I need to give this to the Lord. And so I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you find yourself in a situation or you're going through something where you feel like, oh my gosh, like this is weighing me down and it's like consuming my thoughts and it's it's a, it's becoming a distraction really to give that to the Lord, to give that to him and to let him deal with it because he's much better at it than we are anyway. He's the perfect counselor and he is he's just amazing. I love him. I love him. And so the Lord gave me a word a few days ago that I want to share with you guys. And it was the word derail. I've heard so many of my friends in this season and just here in the past few weeks that are going through some really heavy attack. And I, and I think actually once I hop off here, I'm going to spend some time praying for my friends, but going through some really heavy attacks and just mental battles and the enemy is just targeting our minds constantly. So it's so important that we're renewing our minds, that we're reminding ourselves that we have a sound mind, that we have a mind of Christ and, and all those things. And to make sure that we're keeping the full armor of God on and, um, you can read about that in Ephesians chapter six and, because it says the full armor of God helps us to stand against all the wiles of the enemy. And the Bible also says that we are not ignorant of his devices. So his tactics, he does nothing new. He might package it different, but the enemy is always targeting our hearts, our minds, coming at us with distractions and things. And so the word that God gave me as I was praying a few days ago, I'm like, God, what is this? I feel like so many people, even myself, are under all this, just this crazy attack. And he gave me the word derail derail. And if you look up the definition for that, it it talks about 
the purpose of de- or like derailing means to take something off course and to take something off from its intended course. And so we have a very clear path cut out in front of us. The Bible says that his word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. So it shows us where we're standing and it shows us where we're going. And God has paved that path before us. And the Bible talks about how God directs our life and how he orders our steps and all these things. And God has a very specific call and purpose and plan for all of our lives. And all of our lives look different, right? We all have different things that we're called to and and whatnot, but the enemy's objective in this attack and what I felt like the Lord was showing me is to distract us and to get us off course. And I know for me, it's, it's so easy to be distracted with just busyness, even busyness in ministry, even busyness in quote unquote God things like God things, ministry things. It can be so easy to abandon intimacy in the secret place with God. And that was one thing God really spoke to my heart very strictly and firmly and and whatever other words you could use to not abandon the secret place. He told me that a few years ago, do not abandon the secret place because he knew what lied ahead for me and, and the ministry and different things that I'd be doing and how important it would be that I don't lose my first love passion and drown it in ministry and drown it in life. And that could go for anything, whether that's parenting or marriage or work or sports or recreational activities, like things that we do, like I used to play in a volleyball league. Absolutely. I miss that. But, but anyway, just things that we do, things that consume our time. And it's so, it can be so easy to forget our first love, to be distracted. And then we only get home at night and we're tired. We're exhausted. The last thing we feel like doing is spending time with God or getting in the word or praying or whatever. And it is so important that that is priority, that we don't fit God into the leftover pieces of our lives and we fit him in with whatever, you know, few moments we have left to spare, but he really is part of our entire lives. He's priority. First and foremost, first thing we think of in the morning is him. Thank you, God, for this day. And I I love Psalms 143.8. I quote this most mornings, not every single morning, but it, it says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. And so for me, that psalm is just a prayer of surrender of God. I am trusting you today, that my day is going to go according to your plan, that I'm going to meet the people you want me to meet. I'm going to talk to the people you want me to talk to. I'm going to experience the things that you want me to experience. God, I surrender myself to you. And God, I say, have your way in and through my life. And so for that to be the first thing we do in the morning, do I do that every morning? No. Do I get it right all the time? Absolutely not. But my heart is to be in that place of just full surrender to him always, where I don't look at, you know, the things he calls me to do as an inconvenience or a distraction, but it's like, okay, God, if you want me to do this or go here or do this or that, like, I just want to be obedient to him. And that is something I've been thinking about actually quite a bit today is just having an obedient heart and staying surrendered to what he wants to do in and through my life. And I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to be consumed with thoughts that aren't from him or consumed with even doing things that he hasn't called me to do because we could do a lot of good things and not do the things he has actually asked us to do. And so for me, I've thought about that too. It's like, God, I don't, I don't want to do all these things and get to the end of my life. And God's like, I've, I'm, you know, proud of you, all the things you did, whatever, but you, 
I only asked you to do this and this and you did all these other things that I wasn't even asking you to do. And, and I'm not even saying that the conversation with God would even go anything like that necessarily, but I just want to do what he wants me to do. Nothing more and nothing less. And to stay in that place of full surrender to him because he's worth it. He is worth our yes. And he's also worth our no. And that's a word for people who are people pleasers, who have a hard time saying no at me because I literally have a very hard time. I don't so much anymore, but I used to really struggle saying no because I would feel like I'm letting people down. And, and I just realized over the last couple of years, as I've started saying no to things that one, when I say yes to things that God hasn't called me to, I'm robbing someone else of the opportunity that was supposed to be in that place. And so I have noticed like different things I've said no to. And then I see people, the people that end up taking those positions. And I'm like, yep, that is exactly who is supposed to be in that, not me. And so that's why I'm grateful that we have the ability to hear God's voice. And the Bible says in James, if we lack wisdom to ask him, that's all you have to do. And for me, I had, I literally thinking of three or four different things, right? Four different things right now that I said no to. And all it took was me saying, God, is this opportunity for me or not? And I literally just heard in my spirit, no. Okay. I don't need to know why. I don't even need to know who necessarily, I don't need to know who's going to do it instead of me or whatever. That Those things don't matter to me unless God tells me gives me the direction for it and then maybe he wants me to communicate that but in general like I don't need to know more than that all I need to know is no and not only is it because someone else needs to step into that but it's because God has something else for me and that is just can serve as a distraction and like I said even actually all four things I'm thinking about are ministry related things and um five things actually now I'm thinking of that I've had to say no to and um so not only was it to keep the right people in place for it and to have the right person put in place for it. But it was also so that my attention and time could be given to the things God has for me. And I've had so many times too, where I have said yes to things and, and then God works it out and somehow it ends up working out that I end up somewhere else and thank God for his, his grace and his mercy. But I just want to be in a place where I don't have to back out of things or I don't have to wait for plans to cancel so that I can do something else. Like I just want to do what God's called me to do and just do that and nothing more and nothing less. The Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And so that's where I'm at. That's what I want to continue to do is just stay surrendered to him and just know that he's faithful. And I'm so thankful that he goes before me, behind me. He surrounds me. He's within me. That's something I remind myself of often that he orders my steps and that he goes be before us in all things. He goes before us. And so God has just been so faithful to me in this season and just seeing so many incredible things. I want to just share a couple testimonies with you. For those of you who've been following along in my journey, in my journey with Janice, you can follow me on Instagram at, at the journey with Janice. And uh, that's just kind of become my new platform name. I guess you could call it ministry name is the journey with Janice. I have a new website out and you can check that out. It's journeywithjanice.com. Absolutely excited about that and just all the new things God's doing. And over the last few months of being in full-time ministry, I've been traveling all over the world, <laughs> all over the place, all over the 
country, not the world yet, but believing for the nations eventually. But anyway, traveling all over the country. And even in saying that, I've actually been meeting a lot of people from Moldova and the Ukraine and, and all sorts of other places around the world. So I guess God has already given me the nations and showing me, uh, you know, letting me interact with people from all over the world. So it's exciting. But anyways, I've been traveling. For one, that has been an incredible experience because God has put this desire in me just in the last like five or six years because it's been since I've been single of travel. Like I have such a heart to travel, love traveling. And it makes sense because the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And that does not mean that we find our joy in him and then God gives us whatever we want. It means that when we find our joy in him, we re- we take great delight in him and we delight in him and his ways that our hearts begin to shape to his desires and his desires become our desires. And so he put that desire in me because I'm called the do traveling ministry. And so he put that desire in me so that I could do it and I would have a joy doing it. And so that desire for travel has been put in me and he's been fulfilling it. And I've been able to go to a lot of places, have a lot more things coming up this year and just trusting him that he's going to provide for all of it and keep opening those doors. And so that's exciting and been meeting so many new people, which makes my heart super happy. If you know me at all, I'm like an extrovert with a capital E. And so I love being able to go places to minister in different churches, to share about the ministry that I'm working with, to bring a word of encouragement and exhortation, whatever God gives me to share with people, to pray with people. I've been seeing people getting saved. I've been seeing people get delivered. Just prayed with a lady last Sunday who got delivered from a spirit of addiction. And it's just like, it's so rewarding and exciting because God is faithful. He is so faithful and he is doing things in the earth right now. And so for those of us who have been like praying, God, send revival, God, send revival, God, send revival. He is saying, I am sending you. If you want revival in your church, then bring revival to your church. That fire that is inside of you is, it goes wherever you go. And so it's been exciting to see these things and just the power of God on display. And I've been thinking about this scripture that talks about how, uh, how the ministry isn't just persuasive words. It's a demonstration of the spirit's power. And so that's one thing I've been praying excuse me, been praying over my ministry and my team as God, I pray that we would not just have persuasive words because listen, I'm a talker. I can have persuasive words. I can make a sentence sound good. But if there is no power behind it, then what good is it? Like I want to have the power of God on display. I want to see people encounter the power of God find freedom, to see those chains fall off, to see people set free, healed, delivered, and continue walking that out. And then not only that, but then to take their story and to see other people impacted. And God's just been showing me on repeat the ripple effect of our yes, the ripple effect of our obedience. And then we have no idea the impact of our yes. And when I minister to someone and then they find freedom, they take that freedom back to their home. And then the people in their home find freedom. And those people take that freedom into their workplace. And and it's just like, wow, God, like we really don't know unless God reveals it to us. But I don't believe we'll ever fully know, fully know the impact of our yes and what we, what our yes to God does. And it's just a beautiful thing. I'm just so excited for what God's doing in my life. 
wanted to share a little bit of that with you because I know some of you support me monthly. Some of you are just along for the journey and watching things unfold and it's exciting to me and I know God is doing so many things in and through your life and so my prayer is that you would continue to stay stay steadfast in your walk with him, that you wouldn't abandon the secret place, that you would stay in his word, stay in his presence, stay encouraged because God is doing new things and the enemy excuse me, wants nothing more than to derail us, to get us distracted, to get us just in a place of shame or brokenness or just doing things that don't really matter eternally. And so my heart is like, God, remove those distractions. Help me to stay focused on you, to keep my mind stayed on you. The Bible says that he keeps us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on him. So I want to stay in perfect peace. I want to keep my mind fixed on him. I want to set my heart, set my mind, which is my affections and my attention. I want to set those things on, I want to set my heart and my mind on heavenly things, on eternal things, on things that really matter. And so that's my desire. That's that's what I pray and hope and encourage you in as well. And yeah, I would love, I'm going to end the podcast here in a second. I'm going to pray for you guys, but I would absolutely love if you reach out to me and let me know what God is doing in your life. It encourages me so much to know what God is doing in and through other people. It gives me strength. It, it, it gives, it increases my faith when I can hear testimonies like, wow, God is doing this or that. Like, I love that. I absolutely love that. And there's so much power in our testimony. And so I encourage you don't hide what God's doing in your life, whether you share it with me or with your coworkers or your classmates or your family, whoever it is to share what God is doing. Do not hide what God is doing. I love Romans 1 16 that says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Like I do not want to be ashamed of the good news of what God is doing in my life, what he's doing through my life. And I just want to stay uh, just focused on him. He is so worth it. And I, I just, I love him. So I'm going to pray for you guys and just pray that you stay encouraged and just keep, keep shining your light, keep shining your light for him. Don't hide it. So Father God, I thank you so much for this episode. God, I thank you for every person who will tune in. God, I pray that you would strengthen them with might in their inner man. God, that you would call them to just come alive in you. God, I pray against any weariness in Jesus name that people are facing. I command it off them in Jesus name. God, I pray for anyone who is feeling distracted in this season, God, that they would just fix their focus on you. God, I pray that we would keep our mind set on eternal things, that we would not live for this world. We would have no, I just feel specifically to pray for anyone who has a love for this world. The Bible says that friendship with the world is enmity with God. And so I pray, God, if we have any ties, if we have any heart ties with this world, God, that you would sever that in Jesus' name, that we would stay so in love and enamored with you and you alone, God. You are faithful. You are good. I thank you that your plans are only ever good. And I pray over everyone on here, God, that they would step fully into the call of God on their lives, that they would have nothing missing, lacking, or broken in their lives, that they would do everything that you put them on this earth to do. In Jesus' name, amen.